What up, everybody? This is TB Fossick. Today, I wanted to come in with a very, very, very brief podcast to talk about hacking. Hacking Chinese. Hacking language learning. I love this topic because it makes something that is very complex and very difficult seem much more simple, or like we can overcome these challenges in a briefer amount of time than we initially planned. However, as a teacher, as somebody who spends a lot of time staring at textbooks, learning about learning and not also learning, right? Also spending time learning languages, but also spending a lot of time learning about how I can learn better, how I can learn faster, what would be more effective. The truth that I have learned, the most important things that I have learned is that hacking the language is is a time-consuming methodology, right? Now imagine this. You're doing something that is going to take you, let's say, 100 hours, right? 100 hours, or let's cut it to 10, right? You're going to take 10 hours to learn this, probably either way. Now, you can use this new hacking method, and they say it's going to take you seven hours, Right? Or it's going to take you five. It'll take you three hours. right? But you now have to apply a new method, which you have to learn the method for. Right? You have to learn this, like, this memory palace technique, which will help you uh, compile Chinese vocabulary uh, in m- much shorter time. It's like, sure, you might memorize vocab better, but... The time it takes you to do that will actually added to this theoretical three hours that you would take to learn this topic. It all adds up to actually more time, right? It might take you 15 hours to do all this stuff, right? And like also that three hours thing is a fallacy because really what it is is like instead of like if you just... It's kind of weird. Like if you just add, like just add, just look at the sums of the time that you spend with the method and without the method, right? You spend, you spend like 15 hours with the, the magical mystical hacking method, or you can spend just 10 hours just doing the thing the way that, you know, your textbook or whatever you're using to learn Chinese has it set up as. And then after that, you can spend the extra five hours uh, talking to people on HelloTalk, on meetup.com, people you've talked to before on WeChat or on WhatsApp or whatever it is. Like, like the thing that I want to share with you from the, pers- from like my, what I like to call my 10,000 foot perspective of having experienced learning a lot of languages is like hacking or shortcuts will take you longer and like, it's irritating to me to watch people spend time. It's like, you could probably hear it in my voice. <laughs> uh, it's really irritating to me to watch people spend time on something that's supposed to help them save time, which is a waste of time. I hope that like, is not too many. <laughs> you, I, I, you get what I'm saying. It's just, it's irritating because that stuff doesn't work. So don't do it. Okay, just just stick with the path. And also remember what I always say is number one is find time to speak the language, hopefully with native speakers or people who have a very high level in the language. 
It, it, it saves you more time than anything else because you get the more context. You get, you get more context from speaking with somebody who really knows what they're doing, who really is a native, right? You want to be able to get the context from the way they gesture, the way they talk to you. And especially once you get to a certain point, when you're speaking the language, you get to a point where people react to you and they speak to you in a way where it's like they're more expecting you to understand. They're just speaking the way that they would speak to anyone else who speaks that language. And when they become more natural in the way they interact with you, you will get to a point where you're really just speaking that language. You're not like trying or you're not practicing. You're going to quickly get to the point where you're actually speaking the language. And that's when using new vocab and all these things, that's when you're going to be able to have like a, a placeholder in your mind for how to like actually transfer new information. When you learn a vocab word, you're not trying to just memorize it. So that way, the next time you see it, you'll be able to say what it is in English, because instead you'll be thinking of how can I use this word in a conversation? And you'll have a legitimate context within your head to be able to put that word into place in conversation because you have people who you're frequently speaking with. Don't take the shortcuts. It's a waste of your time. <laughs> you might think it'll save your time. I promise you it won't. I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Nothing but love, by the way. If you've been <laughs> if you've been spending time with the shortcuts, it's all good. It's all good. Just realize that it's better for you to spend time talking to people so that way you actually have a, a, a real context of speaking the language. Because memorization is not a way to have a real context, right? When you speak with people enough to where you actually understand how interacting with somebody from this other culture feels you're going to know how to use words and that like the like memorization is like a, a a tool of the brain right it's a muscle in the brain but actually being able to apply it to like a real context is a much more important muscle that ties into many more other things for like your actual experience of the language and that is going to mean a lot more for your life. So like you might think the skill of learning memorization is valuable, but not in the context of language because it's a very it's a very very small portion of what you're actually doing in a conversation. And the the more important thing is being able to tie new vocab to the context. Hope that makes sense. More in the coming podcasts. I'll see you soon.